and Styles wears a teddy bear t-shirt while posing next to a toddler-sized mattress. Teddy bears were also at the center of the Balenciaga ad campaign, Firestorm, that led many to denounce or boycott the brand for producing troubling photos of children. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. gentlemen welcome back to the all-american savage show podcast i am your host john burke with my beautiful bearded heterosexual jewish life partner josh are you gay not even a little bit well maybe (sighs) just 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 a little bit just just a little bit oh my gosh how was your evening what did you do yesterday chilled uh my wife and my daughter are getting over being ill so Mm. just cook dinner they got the crow would you cook uh i just stuffed peppers oh Oh, pretty good. Look at you. I know. Look I like at you. Little uh, bison and uh, mixed up. I was about to say you've been turning into that any of that deer meat. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm cooking tonight. I'm grilling tonight. Got deer. Uh, got back straps, and then we're gonna pair with some boudin. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I'm saving a majority that. of mine for the apocalypse. So I just want to make sure we have <laughs> enough food on hand just Dude, in case. Shit I gotta goes go south. pick up a generator. Yeah, because they said we're getting that Arctic blast. Uh, I don't. I don't know when this is supposed to be. Um, where we're at in Texas, they're saying it's supposed to be bad again. Like three years in a row, but still. One day? And I don't know. I think it's just one day on Christmas. It's. I won't be here. I'll be yeah. in Europe. Yeah. I'm going to Ohio, so it's going to yeah. be Not my problem. crazy no. cold. No, I do, I do want to go pick up a generator. Just same same reasoning. If, if I've got meat, I need the ability to have power because there's literally a gas station right down the road from me. So if shit goes sideways, I can literally like walk quarter mile, get a couple gallons, come back. Have enough power for my for the much needed necessities for at least a few days. So, but again, you know, and also I think I'm gonna buy a truck. I think I just need to get a truck. You gonna pull the trigger on it? I'm gonna pull the trigger on it. You Bite the to. bullet and go get a truck. You need to. I think if you live in Texas, you gotta have a truck. I mean, can you even consider yourself an actual Texan without owning a truck? I drive a Tesla for crying. It's <laughs> like oh, it's like he's Texan, but he's one of those yeah. Metro uh, who's Texans. Gay? Who's gay? Yeah. You know. You know. Oh my God. Oh, by the way, where'd you get that purse? I got it from your mom. Okay. Cheers to that. Uh, I'm letting, I let Josh try out a 20-year-old aged port. Um, love this. I forget the brand. I actually got the brand right here. 
This is a Taylor Flatgate, uh, 20-year-old Porto, aged for 20 years in wood. It's good. It's good, and we have it in this nice little shell shock decanter here. This is nice. That was sent into the show. Yeah. But uh, no, I love Porto. I'm a huge fan of it. It's just, it's a good wine. Yeah, mm. it's good. It doesn't take much. Go coat the tongue. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. You can't drink it and have peasant taste buds. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. If you have peasant taste buds, stay away from it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey. Man, I'm not going to lie. I Just seeing what's going on on Twitter, seeing what's going on in Congress right now between the left and the right, uh, you've got a lot of infighting within the GOP. you got McCarthy versus McConnell. you got some infighting between Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Charlie Kirk's getting in the middle of all this stuff, and I'm just sitting here. like, I wonder how much money is being passed Did you see between all these people. Did you see Tim Pool show? No, uh-uh. Well, they see, they debunked her saying Jewish space lasers. Oh, they did. Yeah. Well, they said she never said it. She said, "Yeah, it's like there's no clip of her ever." No, no, no. She posted it that. on Facebook. She said it's. She never said they that. they deleted it. People, she did because it was viral. It was huge, and then she confirmed it. She laughed about it, and then deleted it. So this is before she actually got elected. But even still, she said other stuff that's just... But, you know, like I said, I don't agree with her on a lot of things. Because, number one, I think she kind of flies off the handle sometimes. As do we all. I get it. Especially in her career field. I can only imagine. But I feel like she's definitely one of the stronger members of Congress that is not going to back down and secede ground to the left. Uh, She's basically holding Gates' feet to the fire. Matt Gates. She's basically disagreeing with him. But it does concern me that I feel feel like... um, She's kind of got like this massive laser. We'll just say that. And instead of, like, hitting broad targets, she, can, she should focus in on singular ones and really focus on that. But she's catching some heat from the left on this one. And, you know, again, this is what the left does. They're going to they're gonna disagree with her no matter what. She could say the sky is blue, and they'll make it akin to her spouting homophobic phrases towards gay blue people. I don't, gay Smurfs. I don't, I don't know. That's what the left does. But she made a point about what, uh, she walked into a Walmart, and she saw there were dildos literally right next to children's children stuff. Yeah. And she's like, Walmart, what the hell? I was like, mm-hmm. Really? And on issues like that, I'm in full agreement with her. And I think that she's doing the Karen mom approach, a soccer mom approach, which is a good approach to have to where it's like, you don't fuck with my kids. And that aspect, she should go weapons free, figuratively speaking. I'm not being serious with that. But, and she's taking the right approach with that. I feel like if she kind of stuck with stuff like that, she'd gain a lot more support. But again, you know, she just, I feel like her and Lauren Boebert, they've said some things that have just been in the past, like, what? But again, like I said, better that they're on our side. I appreciate that. But again, I'm just, I'm not a huge fan. It's like Alex Jones. Like he's gotten some things right. I don't hate the dude. I just don't really agree with some of the things he says. As you know, as with all people, I get that. But uh, no, she said some really stupid shit before. It's just, it is what it is. Uh, As as does everybody. But, um, you know, one thing, the opening article I want to talk about is that Uh, I posted this clip on Instagram. I'm going to show it to you. And I do want uh, to warn y'all to have some uh, viewer discretion is advised. This is a a clip. Let me pull this up real quick that I posted on my Instagram, John Burke, 1984. And it's of a child friendly drag show. Um, I don't know if y'all be able to hear the audio because of the way we got the setup. Let me move over to that live feed. I like how they intro with child friendly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Hold on. Child-friendly drag show. Oh, okay. One second. Sounds uh, harmless. It's it's just, it's ridiculous. Hold on. Entertain the people, Josh. I got to log in. I thought I had this better. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you sign up for your free mattress. And your chance to win. Go to shellshockcbd.com. 
It's it's not, but okay, we'll go what? with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going with it. Keep going with it. I like it. I like it. Uh, click the link in the uh, chat there. John's going to drop it in here pretty soon. Dude, I'm like doing something else right now. You got so me doing like two things at once now. Pecker. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm right dropping the, the, the link. Back. I'm okay. dropping the link. Jesus, this guy's going to get me killed. <laughs> here is the link to sign up for the $1,000 mattress giveaway as well as the $500 gift card. What are you waiting for, folks? You sleeping like shit? Well, we've got an answer to that. Look, no, this gift card that we're going to send you or this $1,000, it's towards whatever mattress you want to purchase. We're just giving you $1,000. You find the local mattress store, we'll send it out to you and make that shit happen. So it's a $500 gift card from Shell Shock CBD and also $1,000 for a mattress of your choice. What are you waiting for? Go sign up. All right. I think we're good. Okay. Oh, sweet Jesus. Way to think on your feet. There we go. That worked. Way to think on your feet. All right, I don't think we'll be able to, oh, can we? Let me see. Yeah, we will be able to hear the, you will, the audience will be able to hear the audio on this. Um, again, like I said, folks, please keep in mind, your discretion is advised. This is, again, a child-friendly drag show. Uh, this was brought to my attention from a Landon Starbuck on Instagram. Uh, somebody shared that post, and I went ahead and uh, reposted it and gave her credit. Um, folks, again, Everything that we've talked about regarding the LGBT and these child-friendly drag shows and people saying, well, it's not sexualized, it's not, yeah, it's perfectly fine for children. Folks, this is a child-friendly drag show. And to even prove it, later on in this video, I think it's about a minute, minute and a half long, um, you're also going to see them talk to a child. So children were present. And I don't fault the children, it's the parents. The parents are taking these children to these events, and it's just abhorrent. It's morally repugnant. Because again, what you do behind closed doors, that's a libertarian in me. I don't care who you want to have sex with. Again, I don't care. If you want to get married, be miserable like everybody else, do your thing. Cool. But the problem is when you went after the children. And I really feel they just unveiled this new LGBT flag. And it's, uh, let me show you, it's this one. Uh, I posted on my Instagram as well. It's, it's this one right here. If you're watching, what what is this? Like what, it, you've got the trans wacko stuff. You've got, you got the brown for people of color, marginalized people from minorities. You've got the red, dude, I don't even know what this is anymore, but I know what it looks like. Hey, yo, looks like somebody's butthole. There you go. <laughs> if you're watching on the live rumble stream and stuff like that, you'll see what I'm talking about. But dude, it's gone so far off the realm or so far off the rail of common sense. It's just like this, once you've kind of left that whole, hey, we just want to get married, now that train is heading into just moral decay at a very, very alarming rate. This did not take that many years. But let me go ahead and show you the video. Folks, again, if you have children, please do not let them watch this. This is for adults only. So let's go ahead and see this. Just You guys need to be aware. You need to see this. Can you all hear this? Friendly giraffe show, ladies and gentlemen. right now is a man uh, parading around with fake breasts hanging out. You've got two men or three men in a pretended orgy with a reindeer. Um, you've got just gay men in very skimpy outfits showing off their asses, their dicks flopping around behind skimpily clothes. you got a dude dressed up as a candy cane with fake peppermint breasts, and he's jiggling them around. you got one dude, overweight, white guy, blonde wig, saying he had sex with his father's co-worker in his father's office, just showing, you know, complete just... Why is it... You notice it's all men doing this? Well, yeah, it's a child friendly. That's what the, yeah. It's, no, it's, I mean, just like all this shit, it just seems to be like it's all men doing this. Yeah. As you can see, but now yeah. look, you see there's the more fake breasts. Again, this is a child friendly drag show. I don't understand how this could be in any way remotely um, child friendly. But again, these are liberal parents. 
These are the people that don't deserve to have children. They are disgusting, moral, just, I can't, I can't fathom taking a child to something like that. I know. These people are disgusting. So that's where we're at, folks. That's where we're at. I'm, I'm honestly appalled. I, I don't know how. Disgusting. This is why when people say, like, we should unite, I don't want to unite with these people. I would rather see these people dead. Yeah, um, that's a bold statement to make. They are disgusting perverts. I don't mean that in the sense of, oh, they're just gay. I'm talking about these are people that are targeting children. Children, folks. This needs to become a reality to people. And apparently, the LGBT endorses this. They sanction this. Therefore, fuck the LGBT. You lost my support. And it wasn't even really support. It was more along the lines of tolerant. I was just tolerant. I was like, live your life. I don't care. Now? No. Sorry. These people should have no rights. These people should not have the right to expose children to this type of perverse, disgusting behavior. And then, again, where's law enforcement? Where was this? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know exactly where that was, but I don't, I don't understand how that's child-friendly. Um, I would hate to see what their adult-friendly drag shows consist of, which would probably be nothing but gay orgies. And, you know, it's, it's just a common point that I've seen over and over again. When it comes to homosexuality and people, like, acknowledging this and trying to make it more normalized, it's always um, just bogged down with sexuality. Nudeness, lewdness, things like that. It's like if you're wanting people to accept you and view you as normal, maybe start acting somewhat, I don't know, appropriate, less immoral in public. But when you have these parades where you just want to strut around and how about how perverse you are, kind of like that Sam Friedman, whatever, the spanking seminars and shit, I'm sorry. I just, I find you people just completely a waste of life, to tell you the truth. Just a waste of life. Uh, again, CPS is nowhere to be found. Those kids are still, and this, this, these are the same people that, again, even here in Plano, the mother wanting to forcibly uh, sex change her, her son, who she claims is trans, and the dad's like, no, it's, no, he's not. And they are in this custody battle. I'm not sure the, the ongoings of this, but this is the justice system, folks. They don't even care about the child's best intention anymore. It's just which parent should they favor so they can score virtual signaling points. It's, all, it's, all, it's what it boils down to, basically. And it's disgusting to see. But with that being said, we've seen with Balenciaga and things like that, how it kind of exposes more of that pedophilic groomer behavior without being like right on the nose, how they had the BDSM teddy bear. Well, sometimes, folks, I feel like maybe we go too far, and that's where we've got to be careful. Now, we talked about the furry Barbies. I feel like that's still inappropriate for children, for Barbies to be dressed in furry costumes, which is uh, attributed to those that dress in the furry animal costumes and go to these conventions and have sex with each other and claim to be animals or whatever. Um, Well... Harry Styles does this advertisement for Gucci that is now under fire for in the ad, as you can see, there is a, um, a child mattress behind him. Uh, let me read the article for you. Uh, carrying the parent company behind a battled luxury brand, Balenciaga is facing another PR, uh, deuced up this week. Dust up, excuse me. Dust up is two words. Why is it one? No. Over backlash to a promotional image featuring Harry Styles for Gucci, another one of the company's brands. Uh, in the Gucci campaign, which was released November 2nd, Styles wears a teddy bear t-shirt while posing next to a toddler-sized mattress. Teddy bears were also at the center of the Balenciaga ad campaign, Firestorm, that led many to denounce or boycott the brand for producing troubling photos of children. Um, play, 
is at the very heart of the Gucci Ha 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 collection. Its name, after all, is the onomatopoeic sound of the written essence of the laughing face emoji, as well as the serial crisis of the initials of Harry and Alessandro, the brand said in November. When the campaign, which they called a performance piece, was released, starring from those small oddities... We're starting from those small oddities that come together in childlike vision. Okay, this is just a lot of bullshit, whatever. Okay, social media users uh, pounced on the ad as yet another fashion misstep, including Alexandra Gucci Zarini, whose great-grandfather was the founder of Gucci. Why would you create a performance piece with a toddler's mattress and an adult man, Zarini wrote on Instagram. My concern is that, that there seems to be a common ideology across Kering's fashion houses. A toddler mattress with a grown man and a teddy bear on his shirt. Symbolicism will be their downfall, another person commented or commented. The campaign was conceived by Alessandro Michel, the former creative director for Gucci. Gucci announced in late November that Michel would be departing his role after seven years. The Daily Beast reached out to Gucci, Michel, and Styles for comment. Okay, so my question, if we're looking at these images, um, is, this, is this over the line? Are we, are we reacting to a nothing burger here? I don't think so. You don't think so? Because uh, for those listening, it's yeah, Harry as Styles as they, as and a weird they outfit. say they pounce... On something, yeah. I feel like that's their, uh, that's how they kind of start crawled at and on that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, they're I do. pouncing on this. It's no big deal. But it does concern me that we could easily go too far on anything. I mean, right now, the premise behind this is that, well, he's wearing a teddy bear. There was a teddy bear in the other ad. Well, he's wearing a teddy bear that's got its arms crossed looking angry. It doesn't look like a child's teddy bear. It clearly looks like an adult cartoon teddy bear. But he's posing in some long slacks, a plaid kind of greenish white long coat, no belt, nothing inappropriate. Just kind of, it didn't look ugly, uh, but it's fashion uh, to them. He's clearly queer baiting. He's clearly queer baiting, uh, which he's been accused of, by the way, of trying to use like homosexual tendencies that are stereotyped towards the homosexual community in order to draw in those types of audiences. But in the background, there's a simple mattress. Now, it's a, it, it appears to be like a child mattress. Move on to the next picture. It's Harry without the coat, wearing the shirt, the pants, the shoes, nothing inappropriate, carrying the mattress, different poses with the mattress, mattress nothing inappropriate, just holding it, leaning on it. Again, this is the condition of America right now to where we even have to look at an ad like this and really sit here. It's like, wait a minute, what, what is the, but I have to agree with you considering who created this campaign, yeah. the same dude that got fired for the other stuff. So clearly, um, yeah, the overtones are intentional. I, I would have to agree with you. I mean, at now this point, it, they're just all perverts. As soon yeah. as you start saying child friendly drag shows, I don't get that. And, uh, you know, just, I want to be, comfortable in my own skin but invite kids into the yeah. watch you walk around on stage with a fake dildo Jeez, and I just don't fake yeah. boobs. I don't and, get that. You know, gyrating on <laughs> yeah. Well it's twice now. If we're talking about and that's what I love about except liberals. Me. Except just me. except me. Let me sleep with their kid. Like, whoa <laughs> No, I, I I just when when liberals try and defend this on Twitter, again, this is why they're bad faith people. They say, well it's not sexual. We literally just watched a movie at a child-friendly drag show where a man is wearing fake breasts that look very real, by the way. Very real. You see men gyrating on each other to symbolize threesomes, still with their clothes on, dry humping, if you will. And you say it's not sexual? Mm -hmm. And then let's let's just take this premise at, at face value. You're, a drag show is a man or a woman pretending to dress as the other sex. 
Well, that's not even true because I don't know any women they're dressed up like with their big bouffant hairdos and very, very poorly done makeup. Mm -hmm. That's not what it means to be a woman. So I feel like these people are in a category all of their own. Like that's not a woman. That's kind of some kind of like weird 1950s space alien that is in like a horror porn. I, I don't know. It's weird. It's just fucking weird. So these people, I feel by and large, like what would possess you to want to dress up like the opposite sex? Clearly there's something wrong. Um, but again, in nature, uh, at its core, this is sexual. Mm -hmm. This is a hundred percent sexual because usually you see very provocative movements, very provocative songs, uh, very provocative dress code, if you will, or the lack thereof. I, I just, I, again, but this is liberals. These are liberals. They will defend to the death them being able to sexualize children just to combat the right. That's just insane to me. So when people say we should you, unite, we should come together, be more bipartisan, I'd rather see them burn in hell, quite honestly. I'd rather see them put into a camp. Just being, yeah. All these people at these shows, I would love to see them herded up on train cars and bust out of our society to prison camps, forced labor camps, 100%. Yes. Not because you're gay, because you're trying to groom children, which is evident. I'm not calling that for all LGBT. I'm saying for those that actually participate in these drag shows, knowing full well children will be there to include the parents of the children themselves, you should be just, <laughs> you should be executed. I would happily pay taxes for that. I would. Folks, does that sound harsh? Good. I hope it does because that's how harsh you've got to be with these people. These people are, you cannot have any compromising positions with pedophiles. You cannot. That's how it starts. That's what they want you to do. Well, you know, you know, we should still be, no, there's no tolerance. Violence should befall these people. And when people say, well, that's calling for violence. You're fucking right. They're pedophiles. You are pedophiles. When, when do we start conflating anything related to pedophilia as being something that can be somewhat tolerated? You know, what's strange is that they, in Virginia, you had the parents at the, uh, the yeah. council meeting who mm -hmm. got investigated by the FBI for being domestic terrorists. Yeah. For being domestic terrorists. But these parents, they're okay. get an attaboy. And this is again, another reason why the FBI is corrupt. Oh, We've yeah. seen the Twitter file drops. We've seen that the fact that in today's article, we're going to read about how the FBI actually paid Twitter with your taxpayer money, folks, with your taxpayer money, the FBI, the corrupted FBI, that's what I'm saying. When Trump is sitting there spouting all these feel-good things like, oh, we're going to fire, we're going to find these bureaucrats and fire them. We're going to, we're going to go after corrupted people. No, you abolish the whole fucking thing. Yeah. We don't need it. Because, folks, I'm telling you, as we've said before time and time again, the only reason you know about what happens with the FBI on Twitter is they got caught. I cannot even tell you how many other things they have been involved in to where it censors the people. They completely infringe on the First Amendment rights of people. This is the government. So you explain to me how this should not be overthrown. Mm -hmm. Mind blown to me. I don't know. If I, was, I think this happened, like the drag show. I think it was in North Dakota. It's a college uh, LGBT, whatever it is. Group gets bomb threat over hosting kid-friendly drag show. Good. The, the South Dakota State University. Good. Uh, drag show has that makes me happy. Widespread scrutiny from right-wing activists due to uh, description billing the event as kid-friendly. So, yeah, it does. I wonder if you could just like sue, like a class action lawsuit to 
have some law on the books that says you can't take children under the age of 18 to these types of shows. I mm-hmm. mean, because you can't go to a strip club, mm-hmm. right? Mm-mm. You can't take a 12-year-old kid to a strip club. Mm-mm. So what's any difference? What's the difference here? What am I missing? Really nothing. I mean, except all-out nudity. But I mean, <laughs> kind of not because that one dude has his fake tits hanging out. They look just as real. Yeah. I mean, they're parading around with dildos. I mean, you like can't that. go into uh, like an adult sex shop with a child. No. With a child, right? No, I don't believe so. No. I don't think so. Either. You got to be over eighteen, I believe. It's, again, our society actually used to be something that I feel where we had a good definitive line on moral versus immoral yeah. and what you did outside. Again, your own business is your own business. I don't right. think the government should get involved in that. But when you are basically sexually indoctrinating children, I don't understand why we can't be unanimous in this mm-hmm. idea of this should be illegal. This should be illegal. It's disgusting. I mean, I can't even believe we have to talk about this. I can't even believe we even have to make these points. Yeah. Never in my life did I feel, did I think rather, that we would be in such a condition as a society. Like, what the hell? Are these the policy points that these Democrats are running on? Honestly, I trans rights and abortion. I'm. I mean, really, that's the only thing they really talk about. Yeah. Gay marriage, trans rights. Yeah. Abortion. It's open borders. Yeah. It's it's crazy to me, folks. It's crazy to me at this point. This is the condition that we're in. And people again, Republicans. uh, Yeah, I feel like a harder line needs to be taken. A much harder line. The, the, there should be no sympathy short shown towards anybody that supports this. They should be ostracized, exiled, bullied, harassed. They should be made to feel like they are freaking ants. These people should not be able to even walk out their front doors without being harassed and publicly shamed for what they promote. Again, there's a difference in being gay, being bi, being whatever gender you want to be, or even trans for that matter. Mm. Versus being a pedophile or someone that participates in grooming behavior. It's disgusting. But that was a good article I wanted to bring up because I was like, are we, are we overshooting this one or is this one to have like legitimate complaints? And I get it. Because again, only because it was by the same person that worked for Gucci for seven years that got fired. How that was ever allowed, I have no idea. Who thought that was a good idea? I, I just like, hey, you know what, Susan? We're going to wrap that little stuffed teddy bear. We're going to put it in some, like, kink gear and give it to that little three-year-old. Oh, I like it. It's so cutting edge. Give it some boobs and a penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're at, folks. Well, infighting. It's here. McCarthy supplants McConnell as the Grim Reaper. House GOP leaders join threats to block legislation from any Senate Republican who votes for the omnibus bill. Representative Kevin McCarthy on Tuesday joined 13 Republicans who vowed to tank any priorities of GOP senators who vote for, and get this, the 4,155-page omnibus bill that was ne- <coughs> excuse me, negotiated with Democrats before a new Republican majority could take control in the House. Well, who did it? You guessed it. Representatives Chip Roy, Matt Gates, Scott Perry, Andy Biggs, all along with nine other conservative House members, signed a letter Tuesday promising to block any priorities of the Republican senators who rushed to support the omnibus deal with Democrats just days before Congress leaves town for Christmas. McConnell. McConnell has been reaching over the aisle, shaking hands with Democrats. Jerking dicks. Jerking dicks. And, bro, it's about to get bad. 
At the very least, due respect for Americans who elected would call for not passing a lame duck bill just days before members fly home for Christmas and two weeks before a new Republican majority is sworn in for the 118th Congress. The conservative members wrote, Senate Republicans have 41 votes necessary to stop this and should do so now. The 13 conservatives said they opposed the bill because the legislation continues the status quo in Washington, D.C. By spending money we do not have while the nation is $31 trillion in debt. We are obliged to enforce... You know, one thing that just crossed my mind, why is it that we are hammering so hard on the left for them talking about, you know, the, 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 the planet? We got we to gotta take care of our children, save the planet, green energy, blah, blah, blah. But you've got no issue spending money we don't have and being indebted to places like China. China. That's the debt. The national debt we have is $31 trillion. So for those that don't know, it's not a good thing to be debt, to be in debt. It's better to be debt free. So for the same political party that is so prominent on social media, when you cry at the sky and your pronoun people and the like, and then you turn around and say that we should be doing this to save that you have a, 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 and I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement as long as it doesn't bankrupt us. But then you turn around and you're perfectly fine just printing more money, putting us more in debt, more inflation. The feds uh, raise the uh, the freaking uh, interest rates again. Half a point. Yeah. More more money. It's going to keep going up. It's going to keep going up. Yeah. They're all con men. Bro, I'm, I'm in, it's just, God. They're all con men. I guess the point where I don't even want to read this shit anymore because, like, you know what? Until somebody's like, I don't know. And they, they, here's the thing. These people are untouched. They're fine financially. Yeah. They're good. They're never worried where the next cheeseburger's coming from. These are the rich elites. Mm-hmm. So I get the draw of socialism. I get the appeal of it. But it doesn't work. And this, the, the human level of, the human level of or condition of corruptibility, it never goes anywhere. Yeah, I just don't, uh, I don't know. I don't get socialism at all. I don't get comedy. I don't get any of I it. I get it. The premise you know, of it is that rising tides raises all ship. Equally distributed. Everybody's working. You know, share yeah. the wealth, which it's I a, get. Yeah, it's a lie. Exactly. It's a people that doesn't. It's not the way it works. It's just a big lie mm-hmm. because you're always going to have lazy people. Mm-hmm. You're always going to have people that don't want to work. People that yep. want to be homeless. Yep. I mean, you could go around ask some homeless people why they're homeless, and some people just say they want to be homeless. They don't want to live on the street. But yes, yeah. that's just how they want to live their life, which is fine. You and you can't right. change that. They're, yeah. they're never going to change on that. That's how they're always going to be. So then why should I also be in charge of paying their medical, medical expenses? Yeah, socialism, it doesn't affect these uh, government officials because no. they're going to continue to live how they live. Exactly. They don't it's give a shit. Everybody they, else who suffers. They're making bank. Yeah, it's everybody making, else who have to stand in line for food. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for gas. I remember that one comment that I saw on Twitter. The dude's like, "Well, you know what? Hey, the good things about bread lines, we get to we get to socialize. You can't you can't be fucking serious with this. Like, are you serious with that statement? The Do good s- thing about bread lines is we get to form a sense of community. As you're starving to yeah. death, you stupid fuck. It, that's someone that's been <laughs> successfully brainwashed. I would love to see that dude's diploma. Like, where the fuck did you get this? <laughs> University of schmuck. Good Lord. That's like one of those positive people, like from that meme of like everything's burning, the dog's like, this is fine. This is fine. It's like your house is burning down. Like, this is fine. At least it's warm. It's cold out. This is fine. Stand in bread lines. This is fine. We get to, we get to communicate. I mean, folks, remember that city Chaz? Or the, the, yeah. the city Chaz? Chaz. The, yeah, the, yeah, the country of Chaz or whatever. Biggest, like that was the biggest example of why it's like the first thing they did is what? They put up walls. Second thing they did, they started handing out guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they started because taxing the white ha- people. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, pay a black person 10 bucks. <laughs> Wait, 
Is that all you got to pay to get you to shut the fuck up about this whole oppression narrative? Yeah, it sounds like there's I'd a lot shell of- that. I'd shell that. I'd, here, 10 bucks, shut the fuck up. Just shut up and go away. Go spend it on stupid shit. No, fuck no. Sounds like there's a lot of raping going on over there. There too. was. Yeah. There were calls. They were talking about there were gangs that were forming and walking around raping. But yeah, and they weren't raping men. They were raping the women's. I still can't believe that happened. I can't believe. I can't believe it was I can't allowed. believe the people of Seattle, Washington, let those scumbags walk into their city and snatch it away from them and not do a thing. All you gotta do is just arm up, go in there, and fucking go to town. Wear a mask like Antifa and go to town. I mean, if I had a business down there, and they just went over and set up shop, I mean, yeah. I, what what are you gonna do? Take your truck and just drive through the yeah, just plow on through. That's ridiculous at this point. If the cops aren't going to, or the city's not, or the state, you're paying taxes. They, well, These small businesses the mayor, are paying taxes. That's what you're paying taxes. The mayor and the police chief were at, were at odds on that one. Even the police chief was like, I'm fucking done. Like, y'all are just insane. I remember that because they were like, we're ready. And the mayor was like, oh, just kind of stand back, hold back. It's like they're taking over. They're taking over. They've cordoned off areas of your yeah. city that you've lost control. These are taxpayers. They pay you through that money to keep them safe. And what are you doing? This is liberal leadership. They've got no balls. They've got no spine. Yeah. Sometimes you got to crack some fucking skulls. I would have slapped you, a lawsuit on that governor so fast and <sighs> made her head spin. Again, I get the whole, you know, you can't be authoritarian, but sometimes when they get to that point, yes, you do. When you go beyond the win, again, there's a difference in protesting versus, hey, this is ours now. And we are legitimately setting up a new city. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. You don't have that right. That's not legal. You can't shut down people's businesses, literally start trying <laughs> trying to go grow. <laughs> I remember the gardens they tried digging up. They're, they're, like, they're idiots. We're going to grow our own food. It's like, that's not even going to feed five people, you stupid fucks. They did, oh didn't even get it going. Yeah, no. They had like a tarp and like three <laughs> inches of soil. <laughs> so good. I mean, Plus I'm not a gardener, but I can yeah, look at it and be like, yeah. you guys are retarded. This is, <laughs> this, there's no way this is going to work. But God bless their hearts. The little little window lickers are trying. Yeah, Give them that. that. At least they're trying. Did you learn they that said at they a were like, there was show? <laughs> there was homeless people. Like, that could be the USO shows, like the new city of Chaz established. We got a USO show. We got a great show for you. You got a three-year-old uh, Desi the Great's going to come out here with Desi some uh, sexualized paraphernalia. Do a little dance for you guys out there. You're going to enjoy that. All right. So next up, we <laughs> I can see that. It's like a little fucking... Perverted USO show, hundred percent. You know, but remember there was reports that people were actually shitting in trash cans. I know, it's disgusting. <laughs> Sounds like the, downtown uh, Dallas. There's a comment. Oh uh, Mighty Mike the Bear said your business would burn and the government would arrest you for trying to protect your property. Yeah. What about those um, ranchers? Remember mm, that? Was yeah. it Bundy? Where they held their ground? Oh, I forget. It was like a standoff. Yeah, there was a standoff, and they actually had. There were there were I think FBI snipers, and then there were other snipers that watched. They were watching the FBI snipers. It's like yeah. we got you covered. Right. That's like this isn't going to be a one way thing. It's like so I hope you're ready to die because if I'm going to die, I'm taking you with me. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's just insane. I mean, it's there's a let's see, I'm trying to find it now where it was. Everybody in the chat, you guys remember that. Uh, Twitter files FBI paid the company three point four million in tax dollars for administration costs. That is three point four million taxpayer dollars that went into funding Twitter for the FBI to step in and censor. They had over eighty agents, eighty agents assigned to the censorship of anybody that criticized the Biden administration was blowing the whistle on the Hunter Biden laptop story. They are fascists. It's been proven. And it was so funny to me because I was watching the uh, the uh, Karine Jean-Pierre 
White House press sec. And they're sitting here asking, I was like, you know, hey, about the Twitter files. It talked about the FBI, blah, blah. And I was like, bro, I didn't even finish it. I know what's going to happen. She is going to tap dance. She's going to deflect. She's going to gaslight. You know, it's just, it's turned to this thing I'm so sick of. It's like showing the White House, like the proof. Then the White House does a little tap dance. Like, well, you know, it's just, uh, well, you don't understand. The border's not open. He's like, yes, it is. It certainly the fuck is. Absolutely. Oh, well, you know, that was never said. Yes, it was. Well, you know, that never happened. Yes, it did. So all she does on this one, because you cannot deflect. The emails are there. Elon's got the proof. And all she does is, and this is why I love it. This is why you know they're in trouble. Or they're scrambling. They ask Corrine Jean-Pierre, like, hey, about the Twitter files. What is, how does President Biden see to the FBI spying, using taxpayer, blah, blah, blah. She goes, you're going to have to ask the FBI on that one. It's like, oh, damn. Now it's let the FBI sink on their own. The Biden administration has now alienated itself from the FBI. They're on their own. <laughs> do not for a second think that Joe Biden had nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Don't. I wouldn't even put it past Trump or Obama. Just going to say it because they said both sides were doing it. Now, again, more prominently was the left side. You know, we all knew that. I didn't think the right would go to that level, though. I really didn't. But again, it just goes to show the right doesn't really have scruples like, you know, like we would want them to. $3.4 million. $3.4 million. Damn. Yeah, it showed that uh, you all did uh, push back a little bit on the requests. Do what now? It showed uh, Yoel, the security guy at mm-hmm. the time who was communicating back and forth with mm-hmm. him, said he did push back on him some, on occasion. On occasion. But, uh, you know, it's only treasonous sometimes. Well, you know, I only put a few Jews on the train car. What's a few Jews? Well, you know, these I are... I only silenced a few people using the FBI. You imagine these are probably weak beta men, right? Oh, insanely. Insanely weak, yeah. So you have the FBI, you know, knocking at your door, calling you, sending you messages, telling you... Yeah, I, do you think there was probably some underlying threats going on there, too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Who do you think the Clintons utilized to carry out all their bullshit? I 100% mean, of it was the Adam FBI. Schiff kind of dropped a little bit of that when he was giving his uh, <laughs> shifty his face. two cents when he was saying, yeah, you could either have immunity or, uh, you know, do your own thing. So I think they probably put their thumb on him to, to I get would their doubt way. It. I would not doubt it. Because if the FBI comes knocking on your company's door and says, look, either you, you work with us or we're going to shut you down. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like, to be perfectly safe, Elon should move Twitter out of America. Get it out of America. Like, folks, we are so corrupt. This, 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 this government is so corrupt. Which it's, country isn't corrupt? I know. Uh, yeah, true. We're going to move to England. Yeah. China. Yeah. North Korea. Yeah. I mean... I At least they're openly communist Germany. up there. Yeah. We just need to make like China and create our own island, and we'll just start our own country. We'll call it Josh and John in the morning. There you go. That'll work. We will be fair and benevolent dictators. Fair and benevolent. (laughs) Benevolent. Absolutely. Well, good news, folks. U.S. Olympic Committee pushes open categories for transgender athletes. I think that's fair. Finally. Finally. Now I can sleep at night. (laughs) Watch my kid-friendly drag show in peace. (laughs) 
The U.S. Olympic and Paramer, uh, Paralympic Committee is encouraging individual sports to consider category qualifiers classified in some sports as open categories to ensure transgender athletes will have events to participate in once they reach puberty. <laughs> what? what? Once they reach puberty? Hmm. Oh, my God. You cannot make this up. You, you just can't make this up. It's so funny to me. It's so funny to me. Yeah. The USOPC finalized its so-called position paper as its board meeting earlier this month and released it Monday addressing the proposed path forward for transgender participation in sports. The committee's recommendations, again, look, this is a sad thing. This shouldn't even be a thing. No, trans people should not be allowed to participate whatsoever. No, you just shouldn't. Why are we feeding into mental delusion? Viewership. Exactly. Why, why are we feeding into this? This should be like, okay, well, then what about a schizophrenic category? They should get their own. What about a furry category? I would love to see them swim. Yes. Sink right to the bottom. Damn right. Hmm. And we've got, like, a lot of puss in lane one. We've got uh, Beto the fur dog <laughs> in lane two. Oh, and they're both at the bottom. Well, Bill, it looks like the bubbles have stopped. I'm going to go ahead and call it. We had no winner, nothing but losers, but in a way, we all kind of won, won after this. So, you know, next contestants are up <laughs> for the high dive. <laughs> Jill thinks she's a dolphin. Well, let's see. Nope, straight to the bottom of that one, too. I'm liking the way this is going. This is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. They're dying, but fuck, we're high. Who cares? Oh, my God. Sir, your balls are showing. Ma'am. Please, tuck in your penis. <laughs> Ma'am, your balls are showing. I just, dude, we should stop. I, again, there comes a point to where it's like tolerance only takes you so far to where it's like, no, I am not being tolerant towards a psychological um, just <sighs> disorder and trying to normalize it for the sake of tolerance. Again, this, dude, I'm so sorry. This is what the LGBT has brought on us. This is just the perverse immoral side of leftism that honestly should just be abolished. This is what's going to destroy America right here. I'm telling you, this is it right here. The unsound, unsavory, insane. Like last night I was eating dinner at Ruth's Chris or two nights ago. Usually when you go to a Ruth's Chris or a nicer restaurant, you're going to dress up somewhat. Not You don't have to go like straight up formal. But also not like redneck casual. You want to have a, you know at least some a nice button down shirt, some nice jeans, nothing too much. I'm looking to the left, and there's this fat, ugly woman with shaved head on both sides and a tail on the top. And I'm sitting there, I'm just like, what? What would possess you? What would possess you to want to look like that? Now I know this comes off as like John's such a fucking normie, but Jesus, fuck, like really? You look at this and it's like, who would want to fuck you? Who would want to even be with you? Oh, I know. Someone who looks just like you. You're social outcast. You choose to be. You cut your hair for attention. You shape it like some kind of fucking wacko Pokemon character, I guess. I don't fucking know. More like you ate all the goddamn Pokemons. Like Pikachu, I choose you. Like throwing it up. They're all in your, your stomach. Your stomach's the egg. That's just so weird. I don't know why I went down that road, but still. These people are fucking wackos. Ladies, I don't know how many times i got to say this. you got a septum ring... I hope somebody leads you around like the fucking cow you are. You look retarded. You got to have a counterbalance to society. And damn it all, I guess it might as well as be me. Make bullying great again, you fruitcakes. The fuck is wrong with you? You got more piercings in your face. Oh my gosh, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Embrace traditionalism. This progressive shit, this is where it leads to. Pedophilia, grooming. We saw why Rome fell. We're heading the same fucking direction. And you know what really pisses me off? 
been doing this for like years. Mm-hmm. Been saying this shit. We don't get nearly the viewership these neocon boomers fucking do on social media because we're not pandering to a certain demographic preaching these stupid fucking outdated Republican neocon principles. And what do we have to, we, we fight tooth and nail just to get our voices heard. We get censored left and right, but why is it the turning point? Why do they never get censored? Why do these mainstream conservative, like, why do they never get censored? Well, they're getting censored on Twitter now. Well, they were, but they don't, they don't get banned. Why, why aren't they getting banned? Mm. It's a very good question. Like, I'm starting to really be get really skeptical. It's like, are they in bed with these big tech social companies, social media companies? Because right now there's AmFest going on. You know how much money is involved in this? Which, again, I'm not against capitalism. But I feel like there's some shit going on, man, on the right and on the left. Like, I look at these, these, these politicians that are doing these interviews, and I just I see nothing I just got this weird feeling. I've got this, and usually my intuition is right. Over time, I just feel like there's some serious, serious nepotism going on. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's weird. That's I'd why say it's we, been going on. I don't fuck with these people. I don't fuck with these organizations. These like no. I was asked to go to CPAC by a friend. That was like I, I don't think I want to. Like I, I just don't know if I could really stand to be around sheep, Republican sheep. I just don't know if I could do it. Like, the, the, the longer we go, the more I just really just disgusted with the GOP. Just disgusted. And not in a sense of really what they stand for, by and large, but more so just how they're acting in fucking Congress. So you spineless fucking cowards. I mean, again, I'll, I'll give Marjorie Taylor Greene her credit. At least she's got bigger balls than the rest of these fucking nut job, nutless wonders. Yeah, I, I kind of think that's what we need. More people like that. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're uh, right. You, you got to get rid of the McConnells. Yeah, I agree. And all the. But I wish there was a go between somebody that could flip on the switch and become a hard ass when they need to, and yet flip that switch off and become like a precision laser of intellect when the time called for mm-hmm. it. I don't think Marjorie Taylor Greene's got the laser intellect, but she definitely has the cut the leash off and let her go. She's a bulldog. I'll give her that. I mean, but the know, Matt Gates and stuff. Well, look at Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. That guy's a is, populist. He is fantastic at debating. debating. Yeah. I mean, like a surgeon scalpel. Yeah. But when it comes time to really do anything, it just, nothing gets done. Yeah. And that's, and, just, and you that's see, how most of them are. Is they, they're fantastic speakers. Yeah. Very you see polished. McConnell right now trying to jam this omnibus bill through, working with Democrats right before freaking the new Congress takes over. These are, these are snakes. Yeah. These are snakes. And, what, and again, what do we want on the right? We want less government through what? Well, going in there and promoting more big government. That blows my mind. Again, the bill, yeah, a digital bill of rights? No. That's just more government. Leave it alone. The biggest thing that they should be focusing on right now is cutting. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. Cutting, like, trimming all the fat. Dude, Rand Paul hits it every fucking time. You talked about us shutting down military bases we don't really need, that aren't really used. Start cutting a lot of this federal spending. My God, we are spending so much money. Folks, here's the crazy thing. As good as we've kind of got it in America right now, it could be 10 times better. Letting people keep more of their money... Less expenditure, expenditures on the dumbest shit. Stop giving money to these other countries, yeah. by and large. America is just throwing money at everything. Yeah. So what do we get once the Ukraine-Russia war is over? So we've sent billions and billions and billions of dollars over there now. Mm-hmm. What do we get in return? Not a fucking thing. You and me personally, nothing. They're not going to pay administration? Back, oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. So somebody over there, they're all getting that money, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. FTX, we already know that mm-hmm. there are scandals going yep. on. Yeah. Now what? 
we're just we got the taxpayers to exactly. get stuck with it. All yep. right, so let's bring we, we fifteen million with the bill illegal aliens yeah. coming across the border. Yeah, who's going to get stuck paying for that? At what point are just liberals and Democrats in general going to get tired of spending other people's know, money? Never fed spoonfuls of dog shit until it comes. <laughs> people just don't give a like, fuck. What do you mean? You, you say you say that like it's a bad thing. Be uh, a racist. Pretty much. You like spoonfuls of dog shit. <laughs> J.K. Rowling gleefully tweets anti-trans holiday message to fan. This is from MSN.com. And it's not anti-trans. And this is what I love about this is why, again, these MSM corporations, you can't trust them at all, even Fox. These these people are nothing but just (laughs) heralds that are paid. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna say anything they want them to say as long as they get paid. So listen to what Harry uh excuse me. Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling. And again, the article has it as a anti-trans holiday message. Listen to what she says. There's nothing anti-trans. Again, Breitbart too. Kanye West says there's 300 Zionists running America in his anti-Semitic message. It's like, that's not anti-Semitic. That's just basically saying that there's Jewish nepotism. Where is that anti-Semitic? What if we said, okay, well, uh, there's 300 black people. Does that make me racist? No, it's a speculation. It's an observation saying, look, this is what I think is going on right now. And it's not a slant towards specific race or ethnicity. It's just basically saying, look, there could be nepotism there. Now, of course, Kanye has said other things like, oh, no, that's straight up nepot- yeah, anti-Semitic. I'll give you that one. But that's what pisses me off. It's just that everything is lump-summed together. And Breitbart's doing the same fucking thing. Like, why? You don't have to do this. You can maintain that separation of saying this statement isn't anti-Semitic, but this one pretty much is. Mm-hmm. You can maintain that journalistic integrity. And that's why, like, Breitbart, don't go that way. Please don't go that way. But J.K. Rowling, uh, Harry Potter author, Jay, and all the fluff that goes into this article to make paint her out to be like she's elder, like, trying to hang trans kids. And she, I'll get you, my little fruitcakes. <laughs> she's not doing that. These trans yet. wacko activists, yet, these trans wacko activists are firing shots at her. And guess what? She's got a larger audience. She's more, she's better educated. She's way more articulate. She's going to fucking crucify you. So if you want to take a shot at her with her having millions of followers and fans, that's on you. You fucking fire the first shot. You throw the first punch. If they respond, maybe don't punch up next time. Punch below your weight class. But this bitch did. This fucking fruitcake guy did. And guess what happens? Uh, TERF means trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Or people who use the language of feminism to attack transgender people. I love how they always have a defense against legitimate criticism. It's like, oh, you're just a turf. Yeah, and you're a nut job that's like, again, trying to monopolize a certain sex and be a misogynist. Well, you're just a turf. Fine. You're a fucking fruitcake. One of us knows what gender we are. You're a pedophile. You're a pedophile in waiting. Rowling has spent the the past several years attacking transgender people. No, she hasn't. She's openly said her beliefs on it. You don't like it, so you view that as an attack. She's not once attacked trans people. She's basically been very vocal and open about it. She doesn't agree with it. It's undermining women's rights, and she's right. That's how stupid liberals are. That's how ignorant you people are. You literally are so tolerant. You're going to let men come in there, infiltrate your ranks, and then take over, and you are going to accept it because, you know what? Hey, as long as they identify with that and they feel that way, it's okay. You fucking retards. Sincerely, I just, oh, my God. Thank God. Thank you, Lord, for not letting me born a Democrat. Because if I was, I probably wouldn't be born. They'd probably abort me. One of her followers, a woman named Cian, knows a dude, a dude named Cian, who uses a profile picture of a shirtless, muscular man. Wonder why that is. 
uh, wrote that she suffers from seasonal affective disorder. Sad. And the only thing that makes her happy is that Rowling is is funding a rape crisis shelter that excludes transgender women. Because you're not a woman. You're a dude. Not saying that being raped is unacceptable towards trans. I'm not saying that. But you're not a woman. You're a man. Sorry. You don't get to go in there and try and make the absolutely not. Mary Turfmas rolling responded with a kissing face emoji. <laughs> Hell yeah. Turfmas, also known as gender critical coming out day, where gender critical is a euphemism for transphobia. No, nobody's afraid of trans people. We just don't like you. You're weird. You're, you're just, you're out there. We started last year by Rowling's fans, and this anniversary day, Rowling tweeted her support for anti-transgender activist Maya Forstater, uh, December 19, 2019, blah, 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 blah. Um, hold on. Uh, fans made a website explaining how people can come out as transphobic to the people in their family. Uh, who gives a fuck about this? Um, okay. This is in relation to a game coming out about Harry Potter. And this, again, this trans wacko says, I will not begrudge anyone their love of past works or things they already own that they take comfort in. Jesse Earl posted on Twitter, I own the first nine movies and all seven books myself. But any support of something like Harry Potter video game, Hogwarts Legacy, is harmful. Okay. Their thought process doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. Your pure think is completely flawed. If you are against something new coming out related to the old and you own all of the old, you're now contributing to it. It'd be different if you didn't know, but you do. You know where J.K. Rowling stands. The difference is you just don't want to throw away what you absolutely love. So in reality, you're actually putting that on a pedestal and trying to say, oh, well, this is grandfathered in, but anything new, that's just transphobic. No, you're a fruitcake and you can't fucking pick a side because you want the best of both worlds and you want people to pander to your insane whims and it ain't happening. It ain't happening. So Jay, they, that person, that dude, tweets that out to J.K. Rowling. I like how he puts that. This game, funding this game, is funding transphobia. Maybe it's just about playing Harry Potter. Could be. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I'm not even a huge Harry Potter fan. I've seen them. They're, they're good films. I like them. I like Lord of the Rings better. But still. So video games bad, but trans kid-friendly trans Drag shows, shows are good yes 100 okay. these people are just fucking degenerates so that's all right yeah but this is this is over the line a video game <laughs> rolling sarcastically responded okay. with it was deeply disappointing that earl doesn't realize pure think is incompatible with owning anything connected with me in any form and jk rolling's right this is their standards uh, the truly righteous wouldn't just burn their books and movies, but the local library, anything with an owl on it, and their own pet dogs. Again, she's basically making a very good point about pure thing and also showing the extremism of leftist behaviors. Mm-hmm. So when this trans idiot wants to come out there in a chat date, again, be careful. You want to you aim for the champ? Don't be surprised when the champ comes back with a strong left hook and knocks you the fuck out. Of course... Trans people and progressive reacted negatively to Rowling's fit and pointed out that her 14 million followers will likely harass Earl. Good. I hope they do. I hope they harass you into the fucking ground. You want to make a stupid statement? You want, here's the deal. They're accusing her of like funding rape and misogyny and uh, just transphobia, homophobia. It's like, you know what? You're, we're not friends. If you want to make me your enemy, I'll be your fucking enemy. You're not going to like me. Trust me. You would rather have me as an ally. You want me as an enemy, I will treat you like a... And that's what she's doing. Don't fucking pull punches on these trans wackos. They're human beings just like the rest of us. They're not special. They're not children, even though they act like children. They're about as empowered as children. No, yeah. oh, we're so empowered. Dave Chappelle, a black comedian, makes a joke and you melt the fuck down. I know. You, you literally, up on stage tried to, literally stab him. tried to stab him. 
That's funny because I don't see violence happening towards trans people, mainly because people yeah. don't want to touch you because you're weird. We're afraid you might catch something. And then they do this. You literally tried to stab a black comedian. That's your community. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I didn't see anybody condone that either. Nope. Nobody said, hey, that's... Hey, don't do that. Yeah. Trans community. Mm-hmm. No violence. Mm-hmm. They oh, that's cool. That's uh, cool. Who's the, who's the trans speaker? I don't know. Who's the leader? I don't, I don't know. RuPaul? Probably. Those, I mean, those wackos. They keep talking about all these trans rights, but who's heading it up? Who, yeah. you know what? Who's the head honcho? I don't think there is one. And speaking with uh, what the fucks, uh, Andrew Cuomo and Kellyanne Conway were seen dining together on the Upper East Side. Now, look, I'm not one that's going to sit here and say, like, why do you have friends on the opposing side? But why are you having dinner with Andrew Cuomo? That is not somebody I'd ever want to be associated with. You know, that's what always... I don't get this. I was always curious about that because her husband is such a sack of shit. Mm -hmm. You know, just the biggest rhino Mm -hmm. that you could possibly be married to. Here she is. Working for the Trump administration. How the fuck did Trump even let her in the Oval Office? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering is like, how does that even happen? Maybe it's because Trump didn't drain the swamp like he said he was going to. It sounds great for a propaganda piece, but Trump only brought in a different version of the swamp, and it's these fucking weirdos right here. Yeah, I think he could have done Bro, way better than even about Steve, 80% of the people that he had brought into his cabinet. I agree. Even Steve Bannon. I'm not a huge fan of Steve Bannon. Yeah. Steve Bannon should be in jail for the, the crimes he committed. He should be. Trump pardoned him. But even Steve Bannon and Sebastian Gorka on an interview podcast, I think uh, yesterday the day before, mm-hmm. he even came out and crucified Trump saying, I can't with you right now. Well, regarding the NFT announcement. Even they're kind of like, this is, I like the way he put it though. He said, it doesn't seem like Trump is taking this seriously. When you are making it a major announcement and you discredit it by pushing a stupid NFT deal. Now, Grant, I know you've been looking into this. He's making a lot of money with this. Granted, that's fine. Yeah. But he's already a billionaire. He should be focusing more on the people. And right now, when you just announced your presidential campaign and you're saying, you know, major announcement, and then you want to push your digital bill of rights, that would have been perfect. And then follow it up with an NFT. That's that cool. Whatever. Yeah. But his, his process and people rushed in to defend him and they just they bought it. We still have Trump loyalists with his dick so far down their mouth. They will never admit when Trump does something stupid. Bannon even said his comms team should be fired. Yeah. It's a stupid move. I think it's a, a brilliant idea for him to do oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree. The dumb the order in which he, he, yeah. he unfolded. And everybody's like, out, so you like, weren't there for the real message? No, I was. I saw the real message. It was just as stupid as the NFTs, but okay, great. And by the way, they're just words. They're just words. That sounds good. Like everybody, that's what I, that's what pisses me off about Republicans and all these turning point crew and every, all these fans out there. Trump makes a statement like that, and they're like, "Yes, yes, yes!" Like, okay, yeah, great. Actions, not words, bitch. Let's see you do it. You promised a lot of things that didn't happen last time you were in office, and we had the majority. Granted, it was fighting against you know GOP boomers and neocons, and he's still going to be. But twenty twenty four, there needs to be a lot of change. There needs to be a lot like fucking McConnell needs to be gone. Fucking gone. God, I'd love to see just about 98% of the politicians. Oh, my God. Just go after him. Just retire. I think McConnell. I wonder who would run. Who would run against McConnell? Uh, I would love to just like move up there and run against him. That'd be so much fun. It'd be so much fun. Wouldn't be hard. It'd be worth it. It would be worth it. But McConnell's also fucking, he's the incumbent. He's got a lot of money. He's got a dude. That's like David and Goliath. What is he like, uh, 85 years old? Yeah, he's up there. Yeah, He's way up there. 
He's got the backings of the people like Crenshaw and the rest of them. It's just like, that's going to be a hard fight. That guy's embedded like a fucking tech. Uh, Kellyanne Conway dying together with Andrew Cuomo. I just saw this. And Sebastian Gorga tweeted out, said, if you know who she really is, you're not surprised at all. I guess being the wife of a rhino, you know, Acorn doesn't fall far from the fucking rhino yeah, tree. Yeah, that guy's a, a huge sack of shit. I mean, if you're on Twitter and you find him, just yeah. let him know they, he's a dick jerker. <laughs> he's a dick jerker. Seriously, him, Rick Wilson, total dick jerkers. Their Lincoln Project. Oh, my God. You want to talk about it? Yeah, douchebags. circle jerk. Stacey Abrams raised $100 million and lost again. Still in debt, screwed staffers. Former governor in her own mind, Stacey Abrams' Democratic failure blew through $100 million, lost by more than seven points, is still in debt and screwed her staffers just in time for the holidays. Far left Axios minus all their goofy why it matters junk. After raising more than $100 million in her second bid to be Georgian governor, the Stacey Abrams campaign owes more than $1 million in debt to vendors. Two-time campaign manager Lauren Groh Wargo confirmed to Axios. Damn. <laughs> Abrams has been heralded for her fundraising prowess and had brought in donations at a presidential level earlier in the year, but money became so tight that most of the 180 full-time staffers were given an abrupt paycheck cutoff date just a week after the November election. People have told me they have no idea how they're going to pay their rent in January, one former staffer told Axios. It was more than unfortunate. It was messed up. Or you could, yeah, I don't know, learn to code. I'm telling you, these people just, they know they're going to lose. She knows she had Beto O'Rourke. No, I think i think she thought she was going to win. I really do. I really do. I think do. they just run because this is the only thing they know how to do. Oh, yeah, of course. And they Absolutely. raised, what she raised, over $100 million? Uh, she owes. She she blew through $100 million and is still in debt. Yeah, blew through $100 million. Yeah. Like Beto O'Rourke, what that guy raised, millions and millions of dollars. Had still no, lost, yeah. Had no shot. They no. had to have known. The internal polling, all that stuff, they had to have known this guy was just going to get totally lambasted by Greg Abbott. I'm glad he did. Yeah, but they do it for, this is their job. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah, it's a money-making scheme. Like, and then she got shellacked by 7.5 points. From the sounds of it, the campaign was mismanaged as any Stacey Abrams administration would be. One staff member told Axios Clowns that compensation was high for campaigns. Oh, overpaid to lose. Another source said Abrams has a well-documented pattern of running a campaign where there's always been more money in the future that can fix the mistakes of the past. When Hollywood would make someone with that track record the president of Earth, and it's her when she was on an episode of, I forget, uh, Star Trek Discovery. She was the president of the United States on Earth. <laughs> she even looks like a wacko in this. <laughs> fucking, yeah. Uh, and again, it's just, it's another example of how the leftist media owns all these fucking entertainment ho- like, oh my god, I just don't like liberals. I don't want to share a country with them anymore. They own Hollywood. Get rid of them all. So Get terrible. rid of them. Oh, they're, they're fucking just, they're just stupid. Awful. And then, and again, these stupid, like, um, Tim Robbins did an interview. I think it was uh, Joe Rogan or some shit like that. Uh, you see that? It was Russell, uh, What's his face? Russell Brand? Russell Brand. Yeah. No, no, Tim Robbins, the actor. Yeah, he was on Russell Brand show. Oh, he's on Russell Brand's. We talked about yeah. he was apologizing. He was like, we were wrong. I didn't did he, I don't think he apologized. I just think he gave an he gave an explanation mm-hmm. as to why he is such a cocksucker. Because <laughs> he said you had me in there first half. Yeah, yeah. There was there. Uh, he's like there was a protest in Orange County yeah. about people wearing masks and mm-hmm. shutdowns and all that stuff. And he was like, you know, he took off across country, ended up in New York. Uh, New York State mm-hmm. and was there for seven months and uh, pretty much self-quarantined. Then he came over, he went over to the UK and mm-hmm. he was over there and he's like seeing protests over there where people are, he's like liberals. Yeah. 
who are uh, protesting, masking and mm-hmm. shutdowns and all that stuff. And he's like, yeah, when I was around him, he's like, you know, these are liberals and people that think like me who are just opposing mm-hmm. these uh, draconian measures of masking mm-hmm. and you know, making people do these things. Yeah. So it was just to me, it sounded just more like an explanation because he was yeah. like, I was mad at these people for not wearing a mask. You know, I'm doing my due diligence. I'm waiting. You know, you need to do yours standing yeah. in line, <clears throat> you know, that kind of bullshit. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I think these people think they're so much higher than everybody. Oh, else yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If I tell you to do something, you better fucking do it. Yeah. And I think that's their mentality. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, it just it sounded more like an explanation to me. Yeah. So, but the good thing about living in America or it should be. The good thing about living in America is that you have the right to say no. Yeah, absolutely. You have the right to decline these things. Unless so, they're trans, and you should say yes. Otherwise, so, you're transphobic. Yeah, but uh, that, yeah. that was my take on it. I, I didn't see him apologize. Oh, did, okay. Well, but in a sense of like trying to explain it, and I was just kind of like, yeah, go fuck yourself, dude. I don't know. Uh-uh. There's no amnesty. There's no forgiveness. Yeah. Like you, they turn their backs on us. And, you know, we've talked about this many times before, but there's no forgiveness. There's no amnesty. No. Remember these people. These are enemies of America. They should have been treated like enemies of America. It's crazy to me. Even the people that, like the, <clears throat> the one person or two people that I did know who uh, were liberal Democrats, you know, it's like, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But they were so adamant about me wearing a mask and yeah. me doing what I was told. Mm-hmm. If a mask works, and, you shouldn't worry just, about it. Yeah. Well. It's like, if you're wearing one, why do I need to wear one? Because it doubles the pleasure He's and like, doubles well, the fun. That's how it works. I'm like, yes, that's it exactly, is. How, that's it's exactly supposed to work. how it works. Yeah, as long as you're wearing one, you're good. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to work, right? The N95, right? Whatever. Uh, but I mean, but as we know now, they don't do shit. <laughs> they don't do a fucking thing. So I'm not. And come to find any out, like you know, worry. it kind of pissed me off. The Epoch Times, Epic Times, or whatever, yeah. wrote this article. Talks about FDA admits the and it wasn't true. Like Epoch Times was just kind of like, dude, what the fuck? I read the articles. Like it's not what the FDA said. So it's like again, it's just more information coming from the right as well. Mm-hmm. But basically, you know, the FDA saying that the the vaccine should be more geared towards people that are older, obese, and extremely young. But they never came out and actually said what the Epoch Times was claiming is that you know, oh hey, we got it wrong. They never said that. Even though they are. Yeah. I'm saying that they are. Yeah. But now I did some digging. I was looking. I couldn't find anything. The Epoch Times didn't quote anything. Mm-hmm. They were just using past studies. And I'm just like, okay, I, I'm sorry. I just I can't take this seriously now because you're using this, this clickbait headline and it's not true. So it's just like when people talking about misinformation, it's fucking everywhere. But it's on me, the individual, to decipher through the bullshit. Yeah. That's what, it's what it should have been the yeah. entire time. But you know, people- he, he also <laughs> talked about, you know, when Trump was president and the vaccine was coming out, you had all these Democrats saying... I'm not. If Trump is president, I'm not taking the vaccine. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. when Trump was president, I'm like, <coughs> I'm still not taking the vaccine. Yeah. I don't. I don't trust I it. I mean, you're rushing it out. I'm yeah. not just not jabbing myself with something I don't. It's mm-hmm. not been tested or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Still not taking it. Mm-hmm. And you had the Democrats saying the exact same thing until Joe mm-hmm. Biden stole the election. Then we can take it. Oh, then you, you better take it. Same people were formulating under yeah. Fauci. Nothing right. changed. Literally nothing changed. Yeah. They're holding this guy up like. That's how stupid I saw this they are. Stupid idiot. Who was that? Uh, um, what's the guy's name? The talk show host, Jimmy Kimmel, mm. was oh, listing out all these things about Fauci, like help kids with AIDS, help this, this. I'm like, is this help guy, kids with AIDS? Really? What do they have on this guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
what blackmail mm-hmm. material do they have on these actors that make them come out and say such I don't think it's blackmail. dumb things? I think it's more so they have, they see, again, tyranny by the majority, especially in the age of information, is a real-time thing. And if you stand against the culture, you stand against uh, the message being said, the narrative, you're ostracized. You lose your career, you lose your house. These are celebrities that are so addicted to the fame, the fortune, the lifestyle that they, they want to keep it. And here's the deal, folks. Like, it's addictive. It's addictive. I get it. It makes sense. You're in the in crowd. You're cool. People know your name. You get invited to big things. You get asked to speak. They feel very important. But then you start questioning things. And it's like, well, no, you don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be in this club, you got to nod your head north and south, close your eyes and shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're so accustomed to doing. So when anybody that is not in that inner circle starts coming out and says, wait a minute, no, I don't want to do this. They are instantly, instantly, like I said, they're ostracized, they're attacked, they're labeled as domestic terrorists, they're labeled as conspiracy theorists, all these things. So again, that's why the people like Jimmy Kimmel, they just sit there and they just echo chamber like crazy. And they will sit there and like attempt to help paint a halo effect on the likes of Fauci. That's what they're doing it for because they want to be in the cool kids club and they want to be remembered in history books. Like, hey, I actually stood for, you know, masks and stuff like that versus us. Like, no. And the longer we go, like that one saying goes, and it, it makes perfect sense, we are in the, the longest playing I told you so in the history of mankind. I know. We are in the longest playing I told you so. And the only premise I had to make my assumptions off of is the basic fact I don't fucking trust the government at all. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Yeah. And when they say we've got this vaccine, go fuck yourself. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. That's just me. Well, Kamala Harris blames Republicans for border crisis. And get this. This is the reason we have a border crisis. Because the unwillingness to engage in any meaningful reform. You mean the meaningful reform like, I don't know, Title title 42? The ones that Joe Biden flipped and then reversed on again? It almost sounds to me like you just don't want to concede the fact that Republican leadership actually did a good job at the southern border. They were making shit happen. Yeah. You came in and you put a kibosh on it, and now the dam is breaking. To this day, Corrine Jean-Pierre, press secretary, presidential secretary, oh my God. she even she still still says the border is closed. No, it's not. She's a complete imp- These like, people are lying to our faces. They, the Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, still have not visited the border. They refuse to take any action. Joe Biden put Kamala Harris in charge of it. What has been done, folks? Nothing's changed. Border Patrol is, they're hemorrhaging people. The recruitment numbers are low. By the way, the military recruitment numbers are insanely low. Nobody wants to join. Why would you? Exactly. Why would you want to serve this administration? If you join now, almost certainly you're going to be going, you're going to be shipped off to war. Ah, I don't know about that. I mean, there's a good possibility you might be, you might be fighting in Ukraine, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Do you want to fight? Here's the things. You you have to ask yourself this, folks. If you're, if you're potentially going to enlist, you know, listen up really close. You, you have to ask yourself this question because I had to ask myself this question too when I was 17. Whatever you're enlisting for, the current engagement, are you willing to voluntarily go out and die for it? That's a serious question that you've got to ask yourself because folks, that can instantly become a reality in the span of the 30 seconds it took for that first plane to hit the World Trade Center. All the things you questioned about would I be willing to go out, now it's being put to the test. Are you willing to enlist and potentially risk having to go over to Ukraine and fight in this war that was propagated by rich elite people in the EU, in the Obama administration, in Ukraine, in Russia? Are you really wanting to go out and die for this? This is not patriotism. This is no sense of loyalty to a country. This is essentially loyalty 
to the coins that are going in the pockets of the rich elites that are facilitating these deals for the sake of their betterment of the country. That's not true. It's to line their own pockets. Mm-hmm. You want to go die for that? Be my guest. That means you're just stupid. You're cannon fodder to these people. You are nothing but a number. You got one life to live, one life to live, and you want to spend it fighting for fucking Ukraine? Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Should have taken some of that money we were paying the fucking FBI was paying Twitter and send that shit to Ukraine. It's ridiculous. Just fucking ridiculous. Oh, well. Is what it is. Well, folks, that concludes today's episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast. But hey, before you go, do me a favor. I'm going to share this link right here. It's my Twitter. Go give me a follow. It's John Burke says. I've changed my profile. John Juan, has, I guess he's made it across the border. Uh, he might come back one of these days. I don't know. But it's just John Burke says over on Twitterverse. Appreciate that. All the love and support there. Again, it is just John Burke says over on Twitter. Go, go tweet me out. Um, and that's, uh, you know, also make sure you follow the Shellshock CBD account over there. We can actually advertise Delta 8 over there, which is a great thing. So appreciate your love and support, y'all. Thank you for leaving the podcast great reviews, for supporting Shellshock. You guys are fucking phenomenal. Oh, by the way, 1920s brand. Uh, it's up on Instagram. Just 1920 brand. 1920 brand. Go give it a follow. Uh, link at the Instagram page. Instagram.com slash 1920 brand. It's going to be, you know, it's a project in the making. we got a lot of things going into this. It's going to take some time, so bear with us. But here is the link to that. Go check that out. Instagram.com slash 1920brand. And uh, we appreciate that love and support. we got a lot of things going into this. It's going to take some time. But, uh, yeah, you can sign up over there or go follow the Instagram. We'll keep you advised over there. And until tomorrow, folks, you have your, oh, you got anything to add? Love you guys. Fuck all of you. <laughs> you have a great, great, great day. Until tomorrow, folks, you stay savage, America.